Hi friends, this is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I am your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We need to take better care of ourselves so we can care for those God has entrusted to us. This is episode 58, and today we're talking about ways to increase your step count. Most of us have spent more time at home than we did in our pre-COVID days. And if you're like me, that meant more time sitting. Not necessarily a bad thing when the world is so unpredictable and out of your control, but all that extra sitting wasn't the best for my physical health. And now that we're in a good routine that's a little bit closer to our pre-COVID days, like my son James being in school on campus, it's time for me to get moving again. Now, I have never been the workout type. I didn't play any sports in school, unless you count my attempt at tennis in eighth grade, but I quickly figured out that you were already supposed to know how they keep score in tennis if you expected to make the tennis team. Uh, Side note, I actually still don't know how they keep score in tennis. But moving my body isn't the same as playing a sport, and my favorite way to move my body is walking. I've gotten in a good habit of hitting my step count goal at least five days a week. I'll be honest that my step count goal isn't as high as most people's, but it's more steps than I was getting, so it's a reasonable goal for me. Today I'm sharing six ways to increase your step count. Hopefully it will encourage you to get more steps in this week. So let's go through all six of them pretty quickly. Number one, create habit triggers. I know we talk about this all the time, but this is the easiest way for me to make something like this happen. What do you need to do to make it easier to hit your step count goal? Uh, Putting on tennis shoes, having the right clothes on, having a podcast downloaded. You can make all of those things habit triggers to set yourself up for success. I even have a habit trigger printable that I'll link to in the show notes and you can download it and fill it out and it will make the whole process really easy. Number two, you can track your steps. You can use a Fitbit, Apple Watch, app on your phone if you carry your phone around most of the time. Tracking steps is a great way to know for sure if you're meeting your goal or if you need to set a new one. If you don't have a step tracker, just set a time goal for how long you want to walk or work out. Just any way that you can be proactive about measuring the goal that you have set. Number three, challenge someone. (laughs) If you need a little competition to help you reach your goal, challenge a friend or a family member or join a walking club in person or on social media. You don't even have to have the same step count goal as the person you're challenging. You could just compete to meet whatever goal it is that you both have. Number four, YouTube videos. I know that in most of the country, February is not the best month to get out there and exercise. In Houston, where I live, it actually is a good month, but like April through September is really too hot. If the weather where you are isn't ideal, you can still get steps in at home. My favorite way is by doing Jessica Smith TV YouTube videos. She has tons of them, like quick 10-minute videos, longer 30 or 45-minute workout videos. But my favorites are the ones that are mostly walking and hitting a, a step count goal or a distance goal, like a mile. 
I'm sure there are lots of other videos that you could find uh, that would help match your workout personality. Uh, but the good news is that you don't even have to leave the house to meet your workout goals. And that's especially helpful for those staying home and staying safe right now. Number five, this is a big shift for me and it helped make it a lot easier for me to meet my goal. And that is setting mini goals throughout the day. There were plenty of times that the day would fly by and there was no way I could get enough steps in to hit the goal before bed. So I didn't even try, even though I could have gotten like a thousand more steps in and that would have been progress. It still wouldn't have met the goal. So I didn't do it at all. So now I set a morning goal, an afternoon goal, and an evening goal. If I didn't get enough steps in before three, I stop working at that time and get more in before I pick up James from school. And if I'm not there by the evening, I take a walk around the neighborhood. It really helps me to spread out those goals so that I'm not overwhelmed by a large number of steps I need to get in when I'm really just ready to go to bed. Number six, stop being so efficient. So a couple years ago, my friend Dawn started working out to increase her step count and take better care of her health. I asked her how she did it and her answer really made me laugh. She said, essentially, she stopped being so efficient. She parked further away in the parking lot than she needed to. She took more steps around her house, just carrying one thing at a time when she put things away. As someone who loves efficiency, this goes against my instincts, but I also live in a very small house. There's just 15 steps between my desk and the kitchen. I actually even counted to make sure. And there's a bathroom on the way. <laughs> so in a normal work day, I'm not going much further than that unless I'm super strategic about it by not being efficient. I also walk around the backyard when I'm on the phone because that's where we get the best signal. And I've started walking in place when folding laundry or cooking dinner. I even got some extra steps in at church yesterday because I was moving so much when we sang. It was more of like a side to side sway with a little step touch, but my watch counted it, so I'm totally counting it. The point is, pay attention to when you can get more steps and make it happen by being less efficient. All right, friends, that was a quick six helpful ways to get more steps in. Uh, even if you are not a football fan, <laughs> you probably saw that 43-year-old quarterback Tom Brady won the Super Bowl last night. And if he can do that, I can get 5,000 steps in in a day, right? We can set reasonable movement goals for ourselves and meet them. It helps us stay strong and healthy for the people who need us. All right, friends, let's end our time together in prayer. God, thank you for the gift of our bodies that help us accomplish all you call us to do. Because you designed us, you care about us and our health. Help us this week to think about movement goals that make sense for our seasons of life and that will help us grow stronger with better endurance. Give us wisdom on how to make these goals work and endurance to meet them. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, before our time is over today, I want to tell you about an upcoming virtual marriage conference that you do not want to miss from Rising Above Ministries. 
We all know that being caregivers to someone with special needs is rewarding, but it can also come with its share of challenges. And oftentimes, marriages suffer because there are so many other things that need our attention. That's exactly why Rising Above Ministries created the Together Conference, a one-night virtual event designed to encourage couples to keep fighting for their marriage. You're invited to join other special needs parents who understand the struggles and have seen God's faithfulness through the tough times as they keep choosing each other. My husband Lee and I are two of the featured speakers and we would love to have you join us for this. Find out more at risingaboveministries.org. I hope that you have a great week, friends. If you need some encouragement to get moving, you can connect with me on Instagram and I will share my walks with you. My username is Sandra Peoples. Thanks for listening and I'll meet you back here next week.